Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Welcome, welcome, bonjour. (laughs) I'm so happy you're joining with me today, whatever today is for you. I'm actually pre-recording this to be um, aired on July 4th so that uh, we have a July 4th episode rather than a rerun. And... Our topic today is liberation in honor of July 4th, our American holiday. Everybody is uh, who listens to the show is not an American. Obviously, we have quite an international audience. And um, uh, some some people recently said, "What what is the big deal about July 4th? So just in case you don't know, uh, that's... That's our American holiday, which we celebrate our declaration of independence from Great Britain and uh, being ruled by a monarchy. So that was our, our big Independence Day. So we celebrate that July 4th every year. It's one of our big, big, big national holidays. And uh, we celebrate it with parades and barbecues, and uh, because it's summertime in the United States, we celebrate it with ice cream and um, just all kinds of outdoor activities and, like I said, barbecue and strawberry shortcake and uh, it's a wonderful time of enjoying the summer. So we get we get a everybody pretty much everybody gets a holiday. A lot of the stores are closed, so it's a big deal. Well, let's jump right into our prayer here and take a breath of love and gratitude. So grateful and thankful to open ourselves to the unprecedented, unlimited flow of divine love, wisdom, clarity, beauty, truth. We are grateful and thankful to open ourselves to the unprecedented liberation that spirit brings. We're partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self, hand on our heart. We are declaring ourselves wholeheartedly available for the spiritual liberation that we're calling forth. We're accepting it. We're receiving it. We're allowing it. We're accepting no substitutes. We are allowing freedom to ring through our heart and our mind, our life, our words, our thoughts. We are grateful and thankful to let go of all limiting beliefs and to open ourselves to the fullness of God's love. The power of love is ruling our life. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we are one with them. In gratitude, we allow the healing to be. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Yes. And what I was led to for us to look at this week is uh, it's chapter 26. 
And uh, it's section 8, which is entitled The Immediacy of Salvation. And we're going to jump to the uh, ninth paragraph, right towards the end of this section. Uh, It's my page 560, where it says, Be not content with future happiness. Why, I opened the book and my eyes lit on that and I just, whoa, yes, be not content with future happiness. Let's find happiness now because that's the only place it ever actually exists is in the now. Be not content with future happiness. It has no meaning and is not your just reward. It has no meaning. So if we're imagining ourselves being happy in the future, it's always going to be because it's conditional, right? I'll be happy when this happens. I'll feel free when that happens. When this occurs, when that occurs, then I'll be happy. Then I'll have happiness. Conditional, conditional, conditional. No, that's not good enough for us. We're not going to settle for that. It says... For you have cause for freedom now. What profits freedom in a prisoner's form? Why should deliverance be disguised as death? Delay is senseless, and the reasoning that would maintain effects of a present cause must be delayed until a future time is merely a denial of the fact that consequence and cause must come as one. Look not to time, but to the little space between you still to be delivered from, and do not let it be disguised as time, and so preserved because its form is changed and what it cannot be recognized. The Holy Spirit, Spirit's purpose now is yours. Should not his happiness be yours as well? All right. So this is a little bit dense here. But delay is senseless. Okay. So if we're delaying our happiness, it's senseless. It has no meaning. It is not our just reward. We have cause for freedom now. So what profits freedom in a prisoner's form? So... What What is freedom if it comes with a, a, the price tag of prison? So if we're looking to future happiness, future salvation, then the, the freedom that we're thinking of is in a prisoner's form. It, it, it's, it's not real. It's false. Freedom in the future is nothing. It's an illusion. Delay is senseless, and the reasoning, reasoning is in quotes, that would maintain effects of a present cause must be delayed until a future time is merely a denial of the fact the consequence and cause must come as one. So the cause of our freedom is not in the world. The cause of our freedom is our nature. 
It's our true identity. It's pre-installed, as I often say. So the feeling of happiness, the feeling of freedom comes from recognizing that we're free now. We're already free. No matter what the situation and circumstances of our life, we are born free. We're free in our mind. We're free in our spirit. So deliverance, why should deliverance be disguised as death? If we're thinking that in the future we'll be happy, and that's our deliverance, it's disguised as death because it doesn't exist. The future is never going to arrive. It, it won't ever arrive. The future is always an illusion. So I'm going to invite you to turn within on this Liberation Day and let us look for where we're settling for the thought that we'll be happy when the future happiness is coming. Look for the area in your life where you're thinking that your happiness and your freedom are conditional and they're coming in the future. Now let's take that, that belief that our happiness is coming in the future and our investment in that thought. Let's give it to the Holy Spirit right now and say, Oh, I just discovered I was settling for the illusion of future happiness caused by something in the future, that my freedom, I've been thinking my freedom is in the future, but I just realized it can't be. It can only be in the present moment. Because that's where the love is, that's where the joy is, that's where the peace is, that's where God is in the present moment. So my happiness and my freedom can only be in the present moment. And this moment, I'm willing to let go of the delaying tactics of the ego. I'm going to move out of time and space right now. I'm going to accept the fullness of love as a mandate from heaven right now. I am grateful. Delay is senseless. Be not content with future happiness. Look not to time, but to the little space between you still to be delivered delivered from. So the space between us still is the idea that there's separation. So in our mind, we're holding ourselves as separate from our brothers and sisters. I was talking about this last week. In our mind, we're looking at the differences, seeing ourselves or someone else as a sinner. Even if we don't use that word, if we think they're an idiot, we think they're stupid, they're bad, they're wrong, or we are... Those are the thoughts of someone's a sinner. 
so we're we're allowing ourselves to be set free from this by giving it to the Holy Spirit for healing. Look not to time, but to the little space between you still to be delivered from. So, Holy Spirit, I see there's something I really like about being separate from this one or from that one. My mind keeps going to it like a scab I keep picking. And I'm willing to give it to you for healing now. It says, do not let it be disguised disguised as time and so preserved because its form has changed and what it is cannot be recognized. So the delay on the future happiness we think is time, but time is inert. Time has no volition. Time has no power. We say time heals all wounds and it'll come time, you know, in the great by and by. But no, let's give that thought up forever and claim our healing now. And that takes courage. That takes boldness and bravery to say, I'm willing to have my mind healed right now. But you see, we've become so accustomed to thinking that healing takes time. And things take time, but they don't. The Holy Spirit is a now business. God is a now event, always now. Love is only now. We can only express love and feel love and be loving now. So time does not stand between us and our happiness. Only our willingness to accept it does. Our thoughts and our beliefs about ourselves. These are the only things that seem to stand in the way. The Holy Spirit's purpose now is yours. Should not the Holy Spirit's happiness be yours as well? Yes, we're claiming it. That's our freedom. Be not content with future happiness. It has no meaning and is not your just reward. For you have cause for freedom now. What cause? Well, our worthiness comes from God. So now let's go back. That's that's towards the end of that section. Let's go back to the beginning of it. So again, chapter 26, section 8. Uh, the beginning is my page 558. The one remaining problem that you have is that you see an interval between the time when you forgive and will receive the benefits of trusting in your brother. Right? We see an interval. We see it where? In our mind. We can let that go, and we can choose to to release any idea of time and space having anything to do with our healing, our transformation. It says, This but reflects the little you would keep between you and your brother, that you and he might be a little separate. So check this out. The very idea that your healing is in the future 
and you can't have it now that the freedom you you desire you can't have it now it's in the future all of that being bound in time and space and the delay of the happiness thinking that happiness is in the future it comes from our belief in separation it doesn't come from any other thing so the cause of our seeming delay on our happiness comes from our belief that there has to be a delay and that belief that there has to be a delay that we're not worthy or entitled now that it's elusive comes from our holding our brothers and sisters as separate in the now moment so when we can give up that separation thinking in this moment, then our happiness becomes now. Our freedom is now. So consider that, seriously. <laughs> Let's really think about that because we give up the separation now, we're free now. We give up the separation now, we're happy now. We give up the separation now, we're prosperous now. We give up the separation now wholeness is ours now because it's only the separation thinking that prevents us from experiencing the fullness of god's love now it says for time and space are one illusion which takes different forms if it has been projected beyond your mind you think of it as time the nearer it is brought to where it is, the more you think of it in terms of space. So if we think, oh, it's going to take time for this healing to happen, it's because it's pro- projected beyond our mind. The healing is happening beyond our mind, and that's why it seems like it's going to take time. But the more we believe that and are aware of the healing takes place where we are, in our physical realm, let's say, then, or in our mind, we see, oh yes, it's in my mind, then we think of it more as a spatial relationship to the healing. It says, there is a distance you would keep apart from your brother, and this space you perceive as time, because you still believe you are external to your brother. So we perceive a distance from our healing, whether it's time or space. Because we, we like the idea of having a distance between ourselves and our brothers and sisters, that we're not one. So it says here, this makes trust impossible. The distance we would keep apart, or you would keep apart from your brother and this space you perceive as time, because you still believe you are external to him, this makes trust impossible. And you cannot believe that trust would settle every problem now. Remember that in the Manual for Teachers, 
in chapter 4, the characteristics of God's teachers. The first one is trust. When we start to really practice trust, we develop a deep, unshakable faith. When we truly practice trust, then the distance between what what's going on now, where we are, and that which we desire begins to shrink. The more we trust, the more we feel and recognize that God is a now business. So, when we're interested in energizing separation, we're going to see it as uh, being projected as we're thinking that time and space are impediments to our awakening and to our healing. So we can transform that sense of distance from our freedom, whether it's time, distance, or space difference, the distance from our happiness, whether it's time or space, the conditions that we think are required for us to have happiness, those will dissolve and resolve when we practice trust in the moment now. And boy, do I know that's true. And the only way to find out that it's true is to practice it. It requires the practice. And that's why trust is the number one characteristic of God's teachers upon which all the others are based. It says, the teachers of God have trust in the world because they have learned the world is not governed by the laws the world made up. The world is governed by a power that is in them, but not of them. It is this power that keeps all things safe. It is through this power that the teachers of God can look on a forgiven world. Once, excuse me, when this power has once been experienced, it is impossible to trust one's own petty strength again. Who would attempt to fly with the tiny wings of a sparrow when the mighty power of an eagle has been given him? And who would place his faith in the shabby offerings of the ego when the gifts of God are laid before him? And what is it that induces the teacher of God to make the shift? And then we go into the development of trust section. And in there, one of my favorite lines in this section, certainly, and in the whole course is, it takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. It takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. And so, our heaven is at hand. Freedom is not in the future. That's why the section is called the immediacy of salvation. So, it says, when we are choosing 
that separation from our brother and not seeing our brother as our salvation, actively enjoying, yeah, they're different from me, they're not like me, right? When we look at the politician on the TV screen, when we look at our neighbor who's different than us and we say, yeah, different, not so good, not so great, don't like them, really don't like them, versus we don't like what they do. It's very different to not like what someone does and to not like them. Very, very different. We aren't what we do or what we choose, right? Because we are as God created us, every single one of us, without exception, all of us. And as they say, God don't make no junk. (laughs) So, it says here, that are actively keeping separation alive and awake in our mind makes trust impossible. And you cannot believe that trust would settle every problem now. Thus, do you think it's safer to remain a little careful and a little watchful of interests perceived as separate? From this perception, you cannot conceive of gaining what forgiveness offers now. So our function is to forgive, to let go of the attachment to the meaning we've made of things. This is our function in the world. Our function, through forgiveness, we can accept the atonement for ourselves. And then we are choosing spiritual liberation. So, let us choose, again, let us choose to be in the now moment and to allow the Holy Spirit to show us that we're already free, that we're already as holy as holy can be. And it's our destiny to walk in the world demonstrating this. And being truly helpful. Yes. It's about time for me to take a break here. And, uh, gosh, you know, if you've got time on this holiday, something you might be interested in are the recent Living a Course in Miracles series of classes that we just did. They're all free. You can get them at jenniferhadley.com at the events page or you can go to livingacourseofmiracles.com and the series was called Cultivating Spiritual Sight with Gary Renard and Miranda um, McPherson and John Mundy and Lisa Natoli was a wonderful series about opening to spiritual guidance. They're all free for you, those 11 classes, plus the transcripts are all free for you as well. And uh, while you're there, you can sign up for my free text messages of inspiration that we send every day. No matter where you are, pretty much, we can send you those text messages now. Yay for that. Yay for God. So, I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. 
Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. So happy to be with you. Uh, um, Transcending time and space. And we're talking about liberation, freedom happening, unfolding, the immediacy of salvation, chapter 26, section 8. We're going for it. So we're choosing... To, what, what this section is inviting us to do is to recognize that the reason why our sense that happiness is conditional, that it's going to come in the future rather than be available to us right now, all of that is because we are preferring to have a sense of separation from our brothers and sisters. So it says so it says thus do you think it's safer to remain a little careful and a little watchful of interests perceived as separate right so when we feel separate we perceive separate interests so my interests are peace and your interests are war and those are separate interests i'm interested in helping the world to wake up and you're interested in getting more money I'm interested in healing, and you're interested in polluting. When we start perceiving that there are separate interests, what happens is, well, it looks like that on a personality level. Certainly it does. There's no question of that. That's how it looks. We're still all one. We are not different. It's perceived Differences. We have to recognize that this world is an illusion and the way to heal the pain and suffering of the illusion is to let go of believing in separation. So from it says from this perception, the perception of separation and separate interests, from this perception you cannot conceive of gaining what forgiveness offers now. So when we keep energizing separate, 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 thinking that this one's better than, this one's less than, thinking that our future happiness depends on things that are conditional and of this world, then we can't conceive of the the happiness and the freedom and all the wonderful gains that forgiveness offers us now. So we must forgive ourselves first. Course in Miracles makes that very clear to us that all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. That we don't have to forgive the world. We forgive ourselves for projecting onto the world our belief system and then blaming the world for our belief system. It says the interval 
you think lies in between the giving and receiving of the gift seems to be one in which you sacrifice and suffer loss. You see eventual salvation, not immediate results. Salvation is immediate. Unless you so perceive it, you will be afraid of it, believing that the risk of loss is great between the time its purpose is made yours and its effects will come to you. So because we believe in the separation and the gap between our making a choice and thinking a thought and it actually unfolding and revealing itself, because of that, we fear. We fear, we fear, we fear. And uh, we fear that the risk of loss is great between the time its purpose is made yours and its effects will come to you. So this is trust. It's a trust issue. We don't trust God to deliver us from evil. We're trusting in our own protection. We're trusting in our own decisions. Remember that beautiful, beautiful prayer at the end of chapter 5. It's my page 90 and I quote it all the time. I must have decided wrongly because I'm not at peace. I made the decision myself, but I can also decide otherwise. I want to decide otherwise because I want to be at peace. I do not feel guilty because the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I will let him. I choose to let him by allowing him to decide for God, for me. Yes, that's my choice. That's my decision. I'm grateful. Grateful! (laughs) So grateful! To make that my choice. Now, this is the thing. This is one of the the ways in which we can use our trust so proactively, so beautiful, with such a healing power. And that is to activate what it says right here. And say, Holy Spirit, please undo all the consequences of my wrong decision. Right? So that's a form of forgiveness. Right? Because forgiveness is really saying that I'm entitled to miracles and I don't have to wait. God will take care of it for me. I can allow the miracle to unfold. And that requires trust. Whenever we're thinking we have to figure it out and do it for ourselves, we're not in trust. It takes great learning to be willing to trust. Salvation is immediate. Unless you so perceive it, you will be afraid of it, believing that the risk of loss is great between the time its purpose is made yours and its effects will come to you. In this form is the error still obscured that is the source of fear. Salvation would wipe out the space you see between you still and let you instantly become as one. And it is here you you fear the loss 
with lie. Do not project this fear to time, for time is not the enemy you perceive. Time is as neutral as the body is, except in terms of what you see it for. If you would keep a little space between you and your brother still, you then would want a little time in which forgiveness is withheld a little while. And this but makes the interval between the time in which forgiveness is withheld from you and given seem dangerous, with terror justified. So, if we would keep a little bit of space between ourselves and our brother, then we're going to naturally imagine that the healing takes time and that forgiveness takes time. We're the ones who are delaying through our desire to keep our brothers and sisters separate. We're delaying our healing. We can move into an accelerated healing simply by calling upon the Holy Spirit and saying, please, no more time. I don't want to take time anymore. I'd like to go for it now. I don't wish to wait. I'd like to experience it now. I am willing to have the healing now. I'm grateful to choose the healing now. Now is my time. But you see, we want to be in control of it. And so one of the ways that we do is we slow it way down. And that's what self-sabotage is for. It's for slowing our spiritual progress down to a much more manageable pace. So we say we'd like to awaken. We say we'd like to have miraculous healing. We'd like to say, we say we'd like to have our life changed right away. But the thing is, is most people I talk with, they're only willing to have that instant experience of shifting and changing and miracles if they know what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like, what it's going to be like, only if they can be in charge of it. They're not willing to place their trust in the Holy Spirit and therein lies the entrapment, the lack of freedom. No trust. Yes. So salvation would wipe out the space you see between you still and let you instantly become as one. And it is here you fear the loss would lie. Do not project this fear to time, for time is not the enemy that you perceive. Time is as neutral as the body is, except in terms of what you see it for. So when we think healing takes time, let us, and our, our happiness is in the future, let's have a conversation with ourselves. Let's partner up with the Holy Spirit and say, I've lost my mind thinking that time is required for healing. 
or that my happiness will come in the future. I am entitled to miracles now. I'm calling forth a miracle now. I'm willing to accept a miracle now. I'm willing to receive a miracle now. I'm grateful for the healing that's already taken place. I know and am well aware that it is already done and perfect. Yes. And even if it's not in that moment yet perfect, we cannot doubt that Spirit has a hold of it and everything is working together for our good. It's not for us to go into the future happiness mode again or thinking that healing takes time one of my quote favorite quotes from ernest holmes is the only time it takes to have a healing is the time that it takes to have a realization and that's completely congruent with what's here in the course for us so it says Yet space between you and your brother is apparent only in the present, now, and cannot be perceived in future time. No more can it be overlooked except within the present. Future loss is not your fear, but present joining is your dread. Who can feel desolation except now? A future cause as yet, has no effects. And therefore, must it be that if you fear, there is present cause. And it is this that needs correction, not a future state. A future cause, as yet, has no effects. So, if the cause of our happiness is in the future, our future, Our happiness is in the future because a future cause has no effects in the world now. So, if we're not experiencing happiness now, the cause of our unhappiness is now as well. And we can move into miraculous mode because miracles are happening now who could fear effects unless he thought they had been caused and judged disastrous now right so we can't have fear of the effects of our thoughts unless we're judging them now so fear exists in the now moment when we are choosing this little bit of separation. However, it's showing up in our heart and in our mind. Yes. Gosh, you know, so much of my life I spent thinking, I'll be happy when. When this happens, when that happens, that's when I'll be happy. I have to wait for my happiness because my happiness is conditional. It's based on things occurring in the world. But the fullness of love is happening now. And we can get into the flow of it now. And it does take courage. There is fear about having the healing now. The fear that we have about the healing now 
it really comes from being in that place of recognizing that we're putting spirit in charge, putting love in charge. As long as we're trying to control things and feeling that little bit of separation, then there's that sense of, well, it's not going to overwhelm me or overtake me because I won't let it. We fear salvation as much as we yearn for it. Many times I see how people think they're going to have to make a sacrifice in order to be happy now. They're going to have to give up something they want. But if what you have doesn't make you happy, and happiness requires giving up what you think you want, wouldn't it make perfect sense to give up what you think you want in order to have happiness now but it's it's difficult for many people to wrap their mind around the idea that I can have what I really desire I can be happy now so instead we go the conditional route It's a slower path, but it is a path of learning. So future loss is not our fear. It's our present joining. Joining in the moment. Experiencing the happiness and the fullness of love in the present moment. Joining with spirit. Joining with others. That's where the happiness is. Hmm. The plans you make for safety are all laid within the future where you cannot plan. (laughs) The plans you make for safety are all laid within the future where you cannot plan. No purpose has been given it as yet. And what will happen has as yet no cause. No purpose has been given it yet, and what will happen has as yet no cause. Who can predict effects without a cause? And who could fear effects unless he thought they had been caused and judged disastrous now? Belief in sin arouses fear and, like its cause, is looking forward, looking back, but overlooking what is here and now. Right? Yet only here and now, its cause must be if it, its effects already have been judged as fearful. And in overlooking this, it is protected and kept separate from healing, for a miracle is now. It stands already here in present grace within the only interval of time that sin and fear have overlooked, but which is all there is to time now. So in this now moment, we won't have any fear, doubt, or worry if we fully allow ourselves to embody the present moment, which means to embody love, And of course, we'll bring joy and peace and harmony. And it all comes through that willingness to join with the Holy Spirit, to join with each other. It's the joining.
Yeah. A miracle is now. I say a miracle is a now system. The working out of all correction takes no time at all. If we're willing, we can experience this. We can know it for ourselves. It's calling us to know and to remember. So, the working out of all correction takes no time at all because the Holy Spirit does not do things within time and space. The Holy Spirit transcends time and space. It says, yet the acceptance of the working out can seem to take forever. The change of purpose the Holy Spirit brought to your relationship has... In all its effects, as in it, all effects that you will see, they can be looked at now. Why wait till they unfold in time and fear may not come, although already there. You have been told that everything brings good and comes from God, and yet it seems as if this is not so. Good in disaster's form is difficult to credit in advance. Nor is there really sense in this idea. (sighs) Yes. So we're training our mind, we're training our heart to open to the present moment and to really be willing to surrender this idea that our happiness is in the future. Let us become very vigilant for it. Let us become very mindful for it, thinking our happiness is in the future. Even if it's just a few minutes in the future. We can train our mind to recognize that if our future happiness is what we're looking to, that it it may well never come because the cause of happiness is not in the future. It's in the present moment now where the love is. And so this is where our freedom is. This is where our liberation is. Liberation comes from thinking that the cause of our happiness is something that's in the future. Our cause of happiness is, as they say in uh, many New Thought churches and the teachings of unity and science of mind, our cause of our happiness is first cause. That's the cause. It's God. It's that we're of God. We're one with God. That God is not separate. That we are not separate. And how do we find our way out of the separation thinking by joining with our brothers and sisters now and not wishing the separation, not wishing to see them as different, but to recognize we're one. So through that constant willingness to see the oneness, the willingness to recognize the oneness, that's where the gifts of God unfold. We don't even have to understand it. That That's one thing the Course makes clear. We don't have to understand it. We don't have to believe it. We just have to be willing to practice it. Our willingness is all that's required for our liberation. But if we don't believe it, We won't practice it. If we don't practice it, we won't experience it. 
because the practice happens now, the experience happens now, but the belief is always about something that happened in the past. And so, what a simple, beautiful practice to be able to say, I can't settle for a future happiness, because the future will never ever come I cannot be content to wait for the happiness to come in the future because it 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 just future will never arise it will never arrive because it just doesn't exist the future isn't real yes 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 The working out of all correction takes no time at all, yet the acceptance of the working out can seem to take forever. The change of purpose the Holy Spirit brought to your relationship has in it all effects that you will see. They can be looked at now. Why wait till they unfold in time and fear they may not come, although already there? Everything is encoded now. It's already there. So the cause of our happiness is here. It's now. We can access it now. There's nothing that we can make in the world that will bring our happiness, our freedom, our liberation, because it doesn't come from the world so if we're thinking oh first i need to do this first i need to lose weight first i need to heal my body first i need to get my degree first i have need to have this much money first i have to develop that skill no no all conditions in the world none of them can bring our happiness and our liberation only relinquishing this thinking brings it and everything that we need to have present day happiness is pre-installed so that's why we seek the kingdom first oh my goodness liberation is at hand be not content with future happiness it has no meaning and it is not your just reward all right well It's time for me to wrap this up. I'd like to thank you for participating with me and giving me an opportunity to have my present day happiness now and to share it with you, to extend it with you. You know, we've we've got so many free offerings and things for you at jenniferhadley.com and livingacourseofmiracles.com. Lots of free classes. We've got the transcripts of the radio show. We've got free text messages and more. And all of this is brought to you by the love, the care, and the kind donations of people who support the work that we're doing. And I appreciate all of you and everyone who's contributed in every way. It makes such a difference. It allows us to offer so much to so many. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we've got some wonderful events coming up in October, the Weekend of Freedom Retreat, uh, for looking at doing a forgiveness retreat, and the next Spiritual Counseling Training Intensive. So let's take that breath of love and gratitude, hand on our heart, and give thanks for what is, and what is, is our liberation. Oh my goodness we are grateful and thankful to partner up with the higher holy spirit self to leave the past behind in gratitude 
we let it be. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all. We know it's done, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you.